Okay, and we're live. Um, yeah, so this is uh, React 30, everyone. Uh, 30 minutes about React. And uh, yeah, so we're just starting this brand new podcast, and I, I think it'd be probably good for each us each to introduce ourselves, and then we'll talk about what the podcast is all about, and then, um, yeah, and then we'll get into... I think we're going to be talking about how we got into React uh, for our first show. So, yeah, uh, just by way of introduction, my name is Kent C. Dodds, and I, um, I work at PayPal doing React and Node and JavaScript stuff, and it's awesome. Um, yeah, that's, that's me. Um, oh, you guys go next. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm, I'm Ryan P. Florence. Um, I work uh, with Michael on a, our company, React Training and where we go around and train people on React and also uh, spend the rest of our time in open source. And doing podcasts. And doing podcasts now, apparently. Apparently. Nice. So my name is Michael Jackson. Um, What's your I middle am, initial? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. You guys said your... Yes, my middle initials are... Uh, my name is Michael J.I. Jackson. Um, I'll spare you the details of how my father gave all of us two middle names because he didn't have any. Um, <laughs> you know, you always want your kids to be, you know, better off than you were. Maybe that was maybe that was his way of doing it. Anyway, uh, so uh, so that's uh, that's me. I'm uh, I write a lot of code, and uh, more recently have been uh, running this training business with Ryan, doing React, and uh, yeah, writing a lot of React code. So. Super excited about this! Oh, so so Kent, when you uh, when you opened up the uh, podcast, um, you omitted our tagline, which oh, is oh, you're right. That we go ahead, Kent. I'll let's try it again. Yeah, yeah. So let's start over. So this is React 30, where we will waste no more than 30 minutes of your time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I hope our I hope our viewers appreciate that as much as we do. <laughs> Listeners. Yeah, so, Michael, do you want to talk about um, why you reached out to me to start this podcast? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, I'm actually really, really excited about, about doing this podcast. Um, it's something that we've been sort of toying around with for a while, the idea of doing um, this podcast. Um, so, you, you know, all of us, we've been doing React for, for a while now, and... Um, it's really going nuts out there. It's really, really getting big, and, and a lot of companies are using it. Um, I mean, I, I think I, I don't think I can name any major, uh, you know, tech companies at least out here in, in the San Francisco Bay Area that that are not at least dabbling in React. I mean, many companies are are using it whole hog, and um, so it's it's just absolutely blown up, and um, you know. We, we travel around and, and talk to a lot of different people about React, and so we get kind of this bird's eye view of, of kind of the, uh, you know, the ecosystem and the community. And uh, I find that a lot of times when we're traveling around, we're talking to people about React, and they're saying, oh, well, you know, um, I have trouble kind of, you know, finding good, you know, material on React, good articles to read about it, and, you know, interesting, um, you know, Podcasts and just you know blogs and things things where I can learn more about it um, and stay current with it um, and so I you know I thought that 
you know, if anybody was going to do it, we should probably start up a podcast and and hopefully we can, um, you know, it's it's not going to be uh, 100% the truth all the time. Uh, we we you know have opinions just like everybody else, um, but hopefully we can you know invite some other people in here and just kind of help to highlight some of the stuff that's going on in the React community. Um, and you know, also share some of our own ideas as well as as we continue to learn and gain more experience with it, and you know, just a place for everybody to just sort of come every week for thirty minutes and and talk about React and and listen to others talk about React. So that was that was the goal behind the whole thing. Yeah, I definitely think it it'll be good to get different perspectives and and people like um, so uh, we kind of actually. For people who don't know, we actually recorded this once already, um, and so I feel like I'm going to be repeating myself because I am. But um, I, I feel like we need to make sure that we're being inclusive of, of other people and um, that we don't like create an echo chamber um, of ourselves here in this podcast, but that we are open to other ideas and, and interesting ways to think about building React applications because they're you know it's. Um, we could talk forever, uh, and maybe we will one day about, well, maybe not forever, but for 30 minutes. For more than <laughs> we, we could talk for 30 minutes about, uh, about best practices and, and what that um, even means um, or if that even is a thing. Um, and so having a lot of diverse uh, opinions and, and ideas of what good practices are I think will be valuable for the, uh, for the show upcoming. Totally, totally. I've got a, I've got a list right now of probably like ten people in my head already that I want to have come on here and, and talk about cool stuff that they're working on uh, in React. And and I think one of the coolest things about React is, uh, you know, when it first came out a couple years ago, Pete Hunt gave a presentation at JSConf EU entitled "React: Rethinking Best Practices." That's three years ago. Uh, and I thought I, I I was it three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, 2013. Wow. It was it, and it was it was awesome because uh, I, I love how the React community sort of embraced that mantra. You know, we're we're going to rethink the best practices, and so I kind of want that to be. You know, I kind of want to take that mantra to this this podcast as well. Like, nothing is sacred. Let's talk about everything, and let's um, you know, let's have have some good open discussions and try and be as as inclusive of as many different ideas as possible. So, yeah. Uh, one other thing is um, we, we do have a timer, and so once it hits 30 minutes, um, Michael, you have your, your timer going, right? It's going to blow yeah, up at absolutely. us? Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to mercilessly cut us off mid-conversation. Yeah. So we, we so probably... Let's get started. We, yeah, we won't be saying goodbye. We'll just be exploding at the end. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, so <laughs> let's not waste any more of your time. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, how we got into React and um, maybe a, a little bit of that will be why we like it so much um, and why if you haven't gotten into it and you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what on earth you're doing, but if you haven't gotten into it, um, why <laughs> you should um, at least give it, give it five minutes. So, Ryan, I think, yeah, we're going to have you go first. Sure. Uh, so I was working at a company called Instructure where we built uh, learning management software, and um, we... Um, we're really struggling with the front end, getting stuff done, and so we reached reached for Ember at the time. Uh, this is five years ago now, for I don't know, a lot of years ago, and um, it was it was before the current Ember router, so it was a long time ago uh, when I started messing around with Ember. And uh, 
the the router just kept getting better and better, and it was really awesome. Um, and I loved that, and so we we adopted it. Um, and then uh, you've probably heard of DBMon, <laughs> that that ridiculous app um, uh, that like keeps track of data. Well, so it's a real app that we built it in Structure that my boss actually built, and uh, it it monitored our databases. DBMon. Uh, so if a cluster had a long running query, we could see that um, and then deal with it. And we built it in Ember. Um, we had a hundred clusters, and so a hundred rows of a lot of changing data. Uh, the the app couldn't even scroll like you, you couldn't you couldn't really use it all that well um, and so we were hitting some some performance things there and at the same time we were trying to build a uh, a year into Ember we were trying to build an Ember data um, I guess adapter on top of our API and uh, just really struggling with that hired um, some Ember data core devs to help us out with it and we just ended up with um, a whole bunch of code that basically replaced, just overrode everything inside of Ember Data at the time to work with our API. And I was like, well, what are we doing with this? Um, and it just got me thinking, like, what, like, why is this hard? And a lot of our, a lot of our employees were, a lot of our developers were having a hard time shipping with Ember too. And uh, it was, it was really heartbreaking for me because I was, I was having a lot of fun with Ember. Um, and then uh, I submitted a talk to JSConf about Ember. Angular and Backbone, called Angular Bone, and then uh, they two weeks before the conference sent me an email saying, "Hey, why don't you also talk about React and Polymer?" And they talks only 25 minutes there, so I had five minutes per <laughs> um, per framework basically, and so I renamed the talk Angular Actimer Bone, um, and this is the first time I really gave React a chance. Uh, a year earlier when it was uh, released as open source, uh, within like 10 minutes, I just redid everything in Ember uh, from the uh, homepage of React. And I was like, hey, I reacted to Ember. And uh, I remember tweeting to Sebastian um, and Christoph, two, uh, two people that work at Facebook on React. And I said, it looks like it's just ember.view, but with like this weird HTML syntax inside. What am I missing? Um, and so then I ignored it here. So fast forward back to my JS comp talk where I actually messed with it, and within an hour of writing React, I was just I was just sold on it. Um, I'd been struggling trying to figure out why was data so hard for us in Ember, and I kind of came to the realization that it's because this view layer wanted the exact same objects the next render as it got the previous render, and so I had to end up like messing around with these objects and keeping track of their state over time. Uh, to get decent rendering performance. Um, and, and Ember has since gotten much better in that regard uh, uh, through influence of React. Um, so I don't mean to trash on Ember or anything. Uh, but back then, uh, that's how it worked and uh, had some performance issues. Um, so that's what kind of got me first interested in it. But after playing with it, I just kind of realized there was a whole lot more here than speed. Um, and, and as we've seen, there's a bunch of libraries way faster than React now. Um, it's, it's not really about being the fastest, it's about being fast enough. Um, so yeah, after an hour I loved it, and then for the next two hours I tried to build a router with it, because I couldn't find a router out there that I liked, and I loved Ember's router, and I knew that I couldn't sell my team on React without something at least half as good as Ember's router. Um, and so that's the beginning of React Router. Um, from there, 
uh, other people on my team were messing around with React, and uh, pretty soon kind of everyone was saying, hey, when do we get to use this at work? And so we started using it at work and just started shipping like crazy. Uh, I, I can't explain exactly why. All I know is that uh, the whole team was just on fire with React and, um, and, and shipping code with it. And so uh, after seeing that, I was, I was just really, really happy with it. Um, oh, no, Ryan. Am I gone? Am I back? Are you? Uh, yeah, you're back. Okay, sorry about that. I saw you the whole time, Ryan. <laughs> it was um, me. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's how I got into it. Um, and just had a blast with it, so everyone else having a blast with it, and uh, I, I just I keep on learning. Normally, I carry along with me like this little trinket full of misgivings about the tech that I'm using. Um, you know, it's good until you do this, or it's fast unless you do that. Um, these use cases aren't good for it. These ones are. Uh, but I, I threw every hard problem I had ever experienced in UI development at React. Um, like testing drag and drop from the desktop into the browser and how do you write a unit test for that. I, I threw those kinds of problems at it and every time I was able to stick to the public API uh, without having to go and write like code that isn't in the docs to make things happen uh, for my tests or or any other uh, interesting use case. And yeah, all, all that like gave me the confidence to propose it to my team and um, yeah, I've been having fun and learning since, and I've still really got nothing in my little trinket full of misgivings. I'm, I'm still learning and still having a blast with it. So how did, how did your team treat you after you, you said, hey, everybody, we're switching JavaScript frameworks again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did they, did they, <laughs> um, they want to burn you at the stake? Well, I really didn't want to do that because uh, we had just we had just <laughs> switched and like no one was happy and like it was like okay we're gonna switch again so. We didn't do it that way. Um, we had a um, we had a hackathon coming up for our company, where a week we get to work on whatever we want. And a lot of people were already doing a React, and so they're going to do it anyway. I went to a few other people and said, "Why don't you try React for your Hack Week project?" And everybody came back unanimously saying, "This is awesome. When can we use it at work?" So uh, I was able to, or I didn't do anything. They, it was everyone else's decision. Boy, and it's it's hard to beat like developer productivity as a feature of a framework, right? Like they, you know, like you said, they just started shipping and shipping and shipping um, with React, and you know, like, yeah, you can't really argue with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The technical reasons, I I didn't know why. Uh, all I knew is that's what was happening. Yeah, it's cool, Michael. You know, one, probably one of the most interesting conversations I've had with the team at Facebook that uh, develops React is they they talk about kind of um, what it's like to work at Facebook. Obviously, you have thousands and thousands of engineers. So, um, you know, at, at some companies, when the team is small enough, you can sort of mandate, you know, we are using X, right? We are going to use Angular, or we are going to use React on this project. Um, it just doesn't fly at Facebook, right? Because you have so many different people, and, and if you try to mandate stuff like that, um, I'd imagine, you know, and, and they're smart people, too, so they don't you know, like to work in, in, in an environment where they don't, you know, they can't be creative um, and, and sort of make decisions around what technology to use. So anyway, uh, you know, I was talking to uh, some people on the React Core team, and I, and I remember they, they were telling me, you know, we're just, like, we're, like, building a product. Our product is React, and our customers are other people in Facebook 
who are building Facebook. Um, and if it's, you know, if it's good, then they'll like it and they'll use it, and if it's not, then they won't. Uh, and th that was really kind of an eye-opening conversation to me, right? And, and that's been, uh, we've seen a similar sort of uh, uh, story, I guess, of adoption at other companies that have, that have adopted React. Um, yeah, there still are companies that sort of mandate, you know, the technology from the top down and say, here's what you're going to use. But for the most part, uh, a lot of the, the companies that we see using React are just using it because uh, that's what the engineers are, are happy using. You know, they, they have fun with it, and so they want to use it. Um, and you can't really blame them, blame them for that. Yeah, totally. Cool, Michael, we've got, uh, I think... 14, 13 minutes left, so you're up. Yeah, yeah, sorry for the tangent. Sorry for the tangent. We're on a clock here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk. So, um, so I, I, w I was coming to React around the same time that uh, Ryan was. I think probably shortly after he gave his talk at JSConf. Um, I uh, unfortunately in the talk, but uh, I was, I was heads down on my own project at the time. Um, I was building a, a chat app. I was actually part of a part of the Y Combinator uh, batch of summer 2013, and we were building a, a chat app that was, uh, you know, supposed to compete with, uh, you know, kind of like a Slack kind of app, a chat app for for teams. Um, and uh, you know, I was working on that, and 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 I was building it. Uh, I was actually using Ember at the time, um, and uh, you know, I, I I just ran into into some problems. Um, I just wasn't able to get the app uh, to the point where I felt comfortable shipping it. Um, I I maybe if I had been you know better at Ember, I, I could have. But being uh, in the position that I was, I just I I worked on it for months and months, and I I was not able to do that. Um, so we you know I was. Uh, I was working on it. Demo day actually came and went. If if you've ever done Y Combinator, if you've ever kind of heard about how it goes, you have like three months to work on your app, and then you have demo day where you're supposed to stand up in front of a bunch of investors and tell everybody what you built. Um, and demo day unfortunately came and went for us, and we still didn't have a product. Uh, we still hadn't shipped, and uh, that for me was was pretty depressing. Um, that was it was a, it was a hard time, you know. Needless to say. Uh, you know, having an opportunity like that to sort of pass you by, and uh, but you know we kept working on it, kept working on it. Um, about six months later, I was you know I was still working on the app. I had I'd put a ton of my own you know personal time and effort and and savings obviously into this thing, and uh, it just wasn't working out. And and I started trying to analyze you know what what was it? What was the reason that I hadn't uh, shipped? That I wasn't able to ship? And I started kind of picking apart my processes personally as a developer and saying, you know, because my partner at that time was a designer, um, and he's very, very good at what he did. And so I would look at him, and he would, you know, he would bang out uh, some new designs in, in kind of a burst of inspiration uh, relatively quickly. Um, and then it was sort of up to me to sort of bring those things to life. And as uh, as a a developer as as a worker really in this industry i think it's not unusual to see you know on a team of 10 developers you'll probably have one or two designers usually the design team is much much smaller than the development team um and i think it's because of this ratio of of work right traditionally 
you can you know draw the app faster than you can actually bring it to life um, and so you know us being a one-to-one -one ratio I wanted to see if I could work as quickly as as my partner as the, as the designer worked I wanted to be able to bring things to life as quickly as he could draw them or at least close um, and so I started kind of analyzing my process and one day I was I was looking at um, you know my Ember app and I was looking at you know this fact that I had like two or three tabs open anytime I was working on any feature I had at least a few different files open uh, and one was for the template and then one was for the controller and another one was for the model and maybe another one for the CSS or whatever and uh, I remember thinking well you know I've got this context switch in my head right every time I switch from the template over to the controller file or from the controller file back to the template um, there's a bit of a context switch there's a bit of a rub I kind of wish it was all just sort of part of the same file um, and it was it was it reminded me of a conversation that I had had previously uh, a few years back with a, a friend of mine who you know he suggested he that uh, he suggested that I start learning Scala because <laughs> I, I was I was kind of telling him about you know that my desire to kind of put HTML into my to my JavaScript um, you know in Scala they have uh, an XML primitive uh, which is actually kind of an interesting concept if you think about it if you're if you're a Java programmer and you're in that ecosystem XML is kind of like your bread and butter it's kind of like JSON is in the JavaScript ecosystem um, and so you know you've got primitives for numbers and strings and booleans and you might as well have a primitive for making XML documents because you're just doing it all the time uh, and so when I when I saw uh, you know the the JSX uh, demos that were on the React website for me it was uh, it was kind of a revelation. Now I didn't have multiple files uh, open at one time to work on the same feature. I just had uh, I just had one JavaScript file and I could put the markup and the behavior uh, sort of in the same file, so I didn't ever have that context switch uh, ever again. Uh, and so that for me was a huge productivity boost. And I remember. Uh, the way I the way I got partnered up with Ryan actually is I was kind of tweeting about it like I've got this context switch and Ryan goes yeah you know JSX that's why I like the JSX so much and I was like yeah you know I was looking at that too it's it reads so nice and uh, and then we kind of just hit it off from there and just kind of uh, started started working on stuff together um, happily ever after I, I, yeah <laughs> I still remember some of the first conversations though where we were both. Um, just geeking out on React and just thinking like, wow, now I can do this and now I can do this other thing and I don't even have to think about some, you know, yeah, X, like, how, how are we going to render this when we get to that? And it's like, uh, you just yeah. you just do it. What? Yeah, I don't even have to think about this other thing that we used to like really have to worry about and it's now it's just like this. What if the object we remember we were, doesn't matter. We were doing a training a couple of months ago uh, I forget where we were, and, and Ryan was up front, and he, he kept saying, oh, and then you just do this. And uh, one of the guys in the audience, or in the, at the group that we were training at, he, was, he got really upset, and he was like, would you stop saying you just do this and you just do that? Because there's no just here. There's, like, this is programming, you know? This is hard stuff. And, and, and uh, you know, it just comes so naturally to you, you know, when you say, hey, well, yeah, you you know, a React component is just kind of like a function. Oops, sorry, I shouldn't have said just. Uh, <laughs> it's it is, you know, for the rest of that training, we had to stop saying the word just. But 
Anyway, I've taken way too much time, but that, that's that's how I came to React, and, and then built the router with Ryan, and now we got this training business. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Kent, please. Uh, they just all sorry. The time. I said the guy had oh, a valid, yeah, valid point, um, but but there are some <laughs> points in the training where it's like, no, I'm gonna say just because you literally just have to do this uh, when instead, <laughs> you know, historically you had to do a whole lot more stuff than that. Yeah, like you don't exactly. have to call into some weird API, or you don't have to like, you know. You just call the function. Yeah. Yeah. You just map yeah, the array. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So really quickly for my story, um, I I actually have only been doing React full time since I started at PayPal uh, just like six months ago. So I'm I'm gonna be bringing the newbie uh, newbie perspective to the podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually first um, like learned enough about React to really know what it was um, back in January of 2014. Um, I was driving to ng-conf. I was all over the Angular bandwagon um, and totally loving it and building awesome stuff. Uh, when I was, um, uh, as I was driving to ng-conf, I listened to the JavaScript Jabber episode about React and they were talking about the virtual DOM and it was like, I don't know what this thing is and and uh, JSX and all this stuff that I was, uh, it, like, some of the things sounded really cool and, and the performance implications sounded pretty neat. Um, but I, yeah, I totally just was like, well, I'm on my way to ng-conf, so see ya. And, um, and then just like a couple days after ng-conf, though, I, I thought, you know, I got to give React a go. Um, uh, Merrick Christensen, one of my hero programmers, was way, in, like, really interested in it and, and uh, Matt Zabriskie, one of my buddies, is, was into it too. And so I thought, like, let, let's just give it a shot, uh, see what it's like. And so I went into the docs and, and started following along. And in the docs, that, um, like, when, when I first saw JSX, I was like, yeah, this is garbage. What, what is this doing in my JavaScript? Um, but in the docs, it says, just give it five minutes, and, um, and you'll see why it's awesome. And so I did. And after literally after five minutes, I was like, oh, Okay, light bulb. Like this totally makes sense, and I love this. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I actually I remember when I started um, playing around with uh, with React, I, I tweeted, finally trying out React JS. So the thrill of learning something new. And actually, fun story. Um, so there are two likes on that tweet. Uh, Matt Zabriskie is one, and uh, Jordan Walk, who created React, is the other. So he was following the React. Uh, Twitter handle, I guess, and excited that people were trying out uh, trying out React. But like all the tweets following that um, for the next like two hours are um, me quoting the React documentation because it's just like, wow, this is totally awesome. Um, like it, it was to me, the React docs were like a gold mine of really awesome stuff about um, you know JavaScript in general, not just React. Uh, just really good, yeah, you know, solid practices. You mentioned Jordan. I've I've been I've been impressed with that guy. He uh, he 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 keeps his ear to the ground. You know, like he he yeah. definitely knows like what's going on. He's interested with people in the community who are using React. You know, and and how they're using it and new things that are going on. Um, I've been really really impressed with just kind of his. Just the way he sort of thinks about it. I, I remember meeting him for the first time at the uh, the first React Conf uh, last year, and I was like, "Hey, Jordan, isn't this isn't this just like crazy how all of this is blown up?" And he looked at me and he goes, "Eh, not really. Like, 
it's just, you know, it's just like a lot of old ideas that are just like come back again, you know, <laughs> a lot of, yeah. you know, building thing, you know, functional composition of UI and I mean just very, very humble about it and just very like straightforward about it and I really, uh, anyway, I, I, I really, I really enjoyed talking to him about it. We'll have to get him on the show sometime soon. That'd be cool. Yeah, Jordan's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I still haven't met him, um, but yeah, one day, one day. I, I hunted him down for like 30 minutes at React Conf. <laughs> <laughs> Just wandering all over I the found house. you. Where's Jordan? Where is Jordan? Yeah, yeah so there. anyway, just to wrap up my story, so the, for the next year and a half, I was just envious of everybody who was building stuff with React, um, but still loving my Angular, um, you know, working jobs and making money doing Angular stuff and, and totally loving it. But, uh, like, the thing is, uh, working with React, even on little side projects, um, made me a better Angular developer because React teaches you JavaScript. And um, I think that's that's the real takeaway is I, um, you know, I, I was doing Angular and I was making money and shipping stuff and, and having a great time in that community. Um, but, like, I wasn't afraid to try out something new. It's something different, and it made made me better um, by doing that. And so, like my, uh, I, I guess if I were to give a pro tip to people, it's uh, don't be afraid to try different things, um, and uh, like don't be afraid to like just because something is different doesn't mean that it's wrong or, or bad or not good. Um, so, and, and like even even now, I I totally love React. Um, but I'm I'm still interested in what's going on in you know RxJS with Cycle and Elm and Angular 2 is really interesting. Um, so yeah, I just would recommend that people check out those others um, because I think that's important. So um, yeah, I think that was it for me, and I think we're up. So what are we going to talk about next week? <laughs> <laughs>